Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, Sean Mom, welcome back to another episode. And today we are talking about how to not gain weight during this holiday season, right? Easier said than done. And I'm actually getting started early here. I'm already drinking a glass of wine, getting ready for Thanksgiving in a couple of days. It's the Tuesday before. We're going to be traveling to go see family. So excited about that. And I was thinking about it. I was like, man, what do y'all really probably need to hear right now? And I was in the face my Facebook group and I was asking, okay, where is your mindset right now? Because we're about to go into holiday season, right? And there were so many of you, if you are in that Facebook group, Macros for Moms Facebook group, um, that said that you were on track and off track, but you didn't want to give up, <laughs> that you're determined. And then there was a lot of you that said you were determined to not gain weight this holiday season like you did last season. And so I was like, okay, this is something we need to talk about. Because when I talk to women about the whole on track, off track, I, you know, I can't seem to get myself to stay consistent. I'm struggling, you know, back and forth, this whole thing. The first thing they think of is I'm not, I don't have enough motivation. It always goes back to motivation. And if you are in the Facebook group, We talked about motivation. I did a Facebook Live, like I think it was like a week ago about that and why motivation is bullshit. It really is. And so I'm not going to go into that today because that's not the topic for today. But no, if you are feeling like it's a lack of motivation, it is not a a thing of motivation. And that's something that I had to learn a long time ago because that kept me back from so many things because I just didn't feel like it or didn't I was I had to be motivated to start something and do something to, of change something that was challenging that I knew was going to make me better I was like I was always waiting for that and because of that I never got to what I wanted right so motivation is bullshit and go ahead listen to that if you're not in the Facebook group, I really highly recommend it. There will be a link in the show notes like um, like always so you can join. So let's get back to this whole topic of how not to gain weight during this holiday season. So what I did is um, I did a little Google search for fun to see what kind of like recommendations would come up. I was curious to see what things were out there. Like if you were to do this on your own and think like, okay, I'm going to Google because that's usually where we go, right, for information. And ho- or hopefully maybe you come here to the podcast for information that'd be awesome um and you're here for that but so I did this little google search and stuff that came up was like limit your dessert intake limit liquid calories avoid processed food be active with your family skip seconds mostly a bunch of things that address things that you could do like on thanksgiving day or like if you're having a holiday dinner 
But honestly, it was things that took the fun out of it. Like, really, who's going to do that? Who would do that? I know I don't do that. And so I wanted to have a really honest conversation with you and not give you a bunch more bullshit that's already out there. Because when I read those things, like thinking back, now this just clicked in my head. Back when I first started trying to lose weight, trying to get fit, I did. A, I would do that. I would go and I would research. I would Google because that's what I am. I'm a nerd at heart. Always been that way, right? And I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. And I would get articles like that. And now looking back <laughs> at these articles, like I'm looking at this like who that's like, that's not realistic. And that's not that's not what I want to do. Like, I don't want to be told like I'm going to limit my dessert. Like what? Like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can only have one dessert. <laughs> like, yeah, not, I don't want to be that person. And I know you don't either. And what I want to tell you is that you don't have to be like that in order not to gain weight this holiday season. So what I'm going to share with you instead of a bunch of more bullshit that you can Google on your own, I'm actually going to share with you realistic things. You know, I'm going to really address those big picture things that those kind of articles don't address. And it's really the underlying reason why you keep struggling to be on track or off track no matter what time of the year it is. We just associate more harder struggle during the holiday season just because there's more temptation because of food. But if you really think about it, Food is always there. Like all the foods that you get to eat around Thanksgiving, all those things, they're there year round. There's always that temptation. But we just, it's just more, I guess, in our face and we realize it more during the holiday season. So what we are going to, what I'm going to share with you today is something that is not only going to help you through the holiday season, but it's something that is going to help you no matter what time of the year it is. And, you know, I always like to tell you guys Things I always like to tell you the things that I practice, right? I always like to say I practice what I preach. And I feel very, very strongly about that. I do not ever tell somebody to do something that I have never done before. That is why you don't see me, even though there's been like trends that will happen in the fitness industry, like um, let's see, like intermittent fasting is one, um, keto diet, things like that, like things that I could just to get more eyes, like to talk about things like that, because they're trendy and like people want to hear about it. I don't talk about those things because those aren't things I do. And that's not integrity with who I am. So I'm going to only share with you guys things that I do. And if you've known me and you've listened to the podcast and you know me personally through the podcast, this has been what I share with you is a journey of trial and error over years and years and years. And I have had my struggles and I've tried a bunch of random shit. And, you know, honestly, I wish I had somebody back then not giving me more bullshit, like just telling me, like being honest with me and telling me how it is. And, and sometimes, you know what? It's not it's not that pretty picture, right? <laughs> like what I'm going to share with you guys, maybe it's not, it's not those things that you want to hear. It's not as fans. It's not as catchy as like, Ooh, the secret or this tip or whatever, but it's really the real deal. And, and that's really what I always want to share with you guys. So I just wanted to lead with that and know that this is coming from a place of like, it's just a place of, of like, let's just have a real talk and let's really talk about what's going on. Okay. Um, so with all that being said too, I always encourage you to take the time to reflect on what I am about to share, right? Always reflect on how 
what I'm sharing and how it can apply to you. You know, take what speaks to you and then make it fit for you, right? Because that's really what it's about is what will work for you and then you run with it. So let's go ahead and dive in. And so I'm going to share with you some mindset shifts and I'm going to share three with you. And the first mindset shift is giving yourself permission to enjoy without guilt, Okay, before you give me the eyeball roll and you're like, okay, that sounds like lovely and this whole self-love stuff, which I really do believe in self-love and it does make a damn difference. Let me explain to you why this is a deal and how if you cannot give yourself permission to enjoy Thanksgiving or whatever that dinner is, how this is actually going to affect you um, and set you up for a longer setback for a rut, okay? So Thanksgiving happens once a year, right? So why not make it what it is? It's special, right? And because it's only that one time of the year, we, you know, we get to enjoy those foods that we normally don't eat year-round. For me, it's dressing and pecan pie. Those are like hands down, like you invite me to Thanksgiving or I'm having Thanksgiving in my house, those things better be on that damn table or else it's not Thanksgiving for me. Um, so, you know, you need to give yourself permission to enjoy without guilt because that's what this time is. It's it's us coming around food and no matter how much we um, might not want to admit it, uh, food is a big part of how we um, connect and that's just part of our culture and it's okay to have that. It's okay to have that when, you know, it's one thing if you're doing it every day, just gorging mindlessly, but being um, mindful about what you're doing and, and how you're eating and, and really enjoying your food and being in good company and give yourself that permission to enjoy without the guilt. So what happens usually, right? Like if we fall off track or we eat something we don't want to, or maybe you're like me and you overeat, right? <laughs> we overeat during Thanksgiving. That just It's just a given for me. Um, what we do is then we guilt ourselves, right? We feel bad about it. We're like, oh, I ate too much. I shouldn't have done that. Or I shouldn't. And you start just going into the spiral of guilt. Um, and so what that does is when we beat ourselves, like we're beating ourselves up, right? And then we are labeling things as a failure. And what we're doing is we're really actually setting ourselves up to be in a funk or a rut. And, you know, when you're to be okay with indulging for the day and knowing that the following day you have a set plan and not letting it, you know, become this week-long binge is really what we need to be focusing on, right? But if you feel guilty about overeating at Thanksgiving, you're more likely just to get onto this like effort mentality and just keep overeating in the following days. And this is something I, I posted on my personal Facebook page today. And it was, um, I just thought about this. So this is like, I don't know if this is an actual quote off Pinterest or whatever, but I actually came up with this myself. And it was, you know, you treat yourself, how you treat yourself is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Sounds nice, right? But I really want you to con like really, that's a really big, deep statement. If you really think about it, it's like how you treat yourself is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. So how did you treat yourself today? Right? Did you treat yourself with self-love? Did you nurture yourself? Did you say nice things to yourself? Did you move your body? Did you eat good food? Right? Or did you have negative emotions and, you know, overeat, like, you know, let them, your emotions get, you know, snap at somebody, be, um, 
you know, not ungrateful, like telling yourself negative things, being just in this state of mind, like really ask yourself, how was your day? And that is a reflection of how you're feeling about yourself right now. Um, And so really, really contemplate and think on that. And so when it comes to giving yourself this permission to enjoy and enjoy without guilt, it's not setting you up to go into this downward spiral of guilt and shame. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this and mindset, mindset, <laughs> mindset number three. Um, but really understanding that that's really a big first step is being okay that that's how the day's going to go, right? And instead of, you know, saying, setting yourself up and saying like, you know what, I'm not going to overeat and I'm not going to eat dessert and I'm not going to, and then you do it and then you feel like shit, you know, every year it's okay. Like that's just what we do, right? So having that little mindset will really help you to set you up to not only overeat on things, and we're not caring about overeating on Thanksgiving, right? I, what matters is what you're going to do the other days following. And that's really where mindset shift number two is going to come in. And the next mindset shift is it's not what you do the day of Thanksgiving, but what you choose to do the following days that matter. And this mindset shift is kind of, like I said, it's, it's an extension of this last one. And, you know, like I had talked about unbutting your jeans earlier. We all know what that is, right? Like that's just what happens at Thanksgiving. Um, but because you had an eating marathon, um, you know, it's less likely the reason why you gain weight. Like you're not going to gain weight from that eating fest, right? Like Thanksgiving, uh, because it's, let me explain it this way. I think this will put it in perspective. There is 3,500 calories in one pound of fat. And it's really hard to gain a couple of pounds in one day, in one meal, right? We're talking about things even in one meal or like a family dinner or some holiday dinner or some, you know, Christmas party or whatever at, for work. It's hard to gain a pound from just one meal. That's 3,500 calories, Okay. What really happens is the way we gain weight is it's an accumulation of a few extra hundred calories here and there. And that adds up during the holiday season because we let that mentality of that day continue on after that day is done, after that meal is done. And a lot of it is still going back into we, we didn't give ourselves that permission. So now we're having a shame spiral. And now we're in this um, space of effort. Like I already messed up effort like might as well just eat whatever I want and so because of that that's how we just get to a point where we're in the holiday season and we're like screw it right and then on top of that you're like eh I can wear that big ugly sweater I can you know I can wear get away with wearing tights (laughs) and leggings right it's that season and not caring about it it's so much easier during the holiday season to let these things kind of slip because it's just not in our it's just not a priority, right? We're not making it a priority. Um, So let's talk now about the last mindset shift. And that's mindset shift number three is handling setbacks with grace. This is something I've been talking about for years. This is something that I am really big about teaching um, other women because it has made such a big change in my life. Um, If you are somebody that has an all or nothing mindset, I've talked about this on the podcast, a black and white mindset, it's either go big or go home. It's like I'm either all in or I'm all out. And when you do that to yourself and you have that mentality, especially when it comes to dieting and getting fit and losing weight, 
you put yourself on this pedestal of having to do everything perfect because that is your mentality. I have to be 100% all in, right? And when you fall off that pedestal, it's a hard fall. It really is. I've been there. And because we had such high expectations of ourselves, this is actually a perfectionist thing. So if you're a perfectionist, this is usually the people that struggle with this kind of mindset. It's like I said, it's a really hard fall. And then we beat ourselves up. And that's where that guilt cycle comes from. Like when I talked about a mindset shift number one. So do you see how all this kind of like kind of tying in, right? Um, so I want to tell you a little secret, and this is something that I like to tell people. Um, and this is the damn truth. And this is just really realistic. It, I don't, I don't care who you are. <laughs> I don't care what, how many, if you're like the fittest Instagram model or whatever the case is, like, no, everybody has setbacks. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Like, no matter how long you've been living a healthy, fit, and lifestyle, no matter how much weight you've lost, no matter how fit you are, you will always have setbacks. You are human. You are not perfect. You are not a robot. And it should be expected. And we should not expect ourselves to be perfect. All right? And another little secret is you don't have to be perfect to get results. You just have to be more consistent. You just have to be more on track than you are off track. You just have to be doing more of the things that are going to get you to your goal than be not doing the things that are going to get you to your goal. Do you see what I'm saying? You have to have it outweigh itself. And um, net perfection is never the answer. So instead of ignoring and hoping it doesn't happen, that setback, it's better to anticipate it and then learn to handle them with grace. And so what does this mean, right? And with what handling setbacks with grace means is instead of beating yourself up over making a mistake or having a setback, you forgive yourself and then you empower yourself to move on. When you continue to beat yourself up, you're actually setting yourself up for a setback. So I want you to think about this. If you, okay, so what happens when we fall off track a lot of times, right? Is we sit there and we beat ourselves up and we say all these negative things to ourselves and we say, how, how could you do it? I knew you weren't going to do it. Like you do this every time. You're so weak. You do not have enough willpower. You don't have enough motivation. Your husband was right. You were going to give up this again like you always do. And now you're going to be on to the next thing and this is what you do. And you just have this cycle. Right? You just have this cycle of on track and off track. And people are maybe around you, they don't, oh, uh, they don't believe you, right? You're like, I'm going to do it this time. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, right? <laughs> and so anyway, so you're having all these negative talk in your head, right? You have this setback, you have all this negative talk. And you're essentially beating yourself up. Like, think about if you were, if somebody was in a, if you were in a corner somewhere and somebody was standing over you telling you all the things that you are telling yourself in your head, do you think you're going to be empowered or feel like you want to change, like you want to do better? Oh, hell no. No, you're not going to. You're going to be, you're going to feel beaten down. So why do we think when we do this to ourselves that it's going to do something, right? Like this is going to motivate, motivate us or maybe even spark us to change. It's not. All it's doing is putting us in a low vibe vibration, right? And I talked about this, I think, at a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember what I called it. But we talked about how energy attracts energy. So you're putting yourself in a negative energy. Guess what you're going to attract? You're going to attract more negative energy into your life. So what does that mean? You're going to eat more low energy negative foods like junk food and things like that. Like you're not going to feel in a state 
of empowerment to do better, right? You're not going to do better unless you feel better or when, it, when you feel like that, right? So what I'm telling you is you to handle setbacks with grace, the first step is learning self-forgiveness. It's learning that to forgive yourself when you have setbacks, to understand that you're human and that they're going to happen and be like, you know what? That I'm disappointed in myself. I wish I wouldn't have done that. But you know what? I, I, I still love myself. It's okay. It happens. I'm going to do better. And I'm going to start doing better right now. And you empower yourself to do better. And you're like, man, you are doing so good. Instead of saying, oh, man, you are doing so good. I can't believe you did that. You should be telling yourself, man, you are doing so good. I know you can keep that up. I know you can do that again. So it's okay. It was just a little setback. It's just a little, little bump in the road. And we're going to get back on it right now because that's what we were doing before. And you, you get that momentum going back on, right? That is what's called handling setbacks with grace and empowering yourself to do better, right? And so that's a big step. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about when you have a setback and what, let's, you know what, let's think about this. I want you to think about where you are in your life right now. Like, let's talk about what, let's just talk about fitness, right? This can apply to anything actually. But um, if you are trying to lose weight, if you're trying to get fit, you have some type of goal, right? Are you on track or off track right now? which I really don't like that saying, but yeah, you know what I mean when I'm saying off track and on track. And if you are off track, I want you to think about what started that. What was the one thing that happened that got you off track? I bet you cannot remember what it was. I bet you can't because usually it's something little and then we're, we get into the shame spiral, right? And we beat ourselves up and then we say F it. And then we just start making, it's like this domino effect of one unhealthy decision after another, right? And it just becomes like this rut you're in. That's what a rut is. And it just becomes this continuous thing. And you just start getting into this habit of making all these unhealthy decisions. So I bet you can't even tell me the one thing that originally got you off track to begin with. And I want you to think about that and really think about what that means, okay? And if that doesn't <laughs> prove to you like what I'm talking about is an actual thing, I don't know what is, right? Because I just showed you how this is an actual thing, right? If this is you and you can't even think about what set you off and you're just like, I don't know, I just, I just been in a rut for like, you know, a week, two weeks, a month, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, so really, really think about that. And I'm not... This whole podcast, this everything I ever say is never to make you feel bad, right? This is never to make you feel bad, but it's to bring awareness, right? I always say you can't change without awareness. So I'm I'm always trying to bring this awareness to you so that you can do better for yourself because I truly believe you can do better. And I know you can. And I know you know you can. And I know that's what makes it even worse is because deep down you know you could do better, but you struggle. And it's just like, man, like why can't I get this down? And a lot of times it's our mind. A lot our mind plays a lot of tricks on us. And a lot of it, that's what I've learned is a lot of it is mindset. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't talk about, especially when it comes to health and fitness. It's that's something that's neglected. It's always about do, do, do. It's always about take action, right? But you know that doesn't work because you probably have done that and, and then you're still struggling to be on track, off track, and you're just like on this never ending yo-yo like hamster wheel, right? So that's, I mean this with like the utmost love that I really want the best for you and I want you to see what's what's going on, you know? And so um, another thing I want you to think about too is people, 
when they have setbacks, right? And we get in this rut. Um, and how I told you that no matter how long you've been doing this, um, you know, there's always going to be setbacks and you just have to get better at, at getting back on track, right? <laughs> Handling those setbacks with grace and getting back to your game plan and your routine is because the longer you wait, the harder it is to get out of that rut, right? And this is, this is a little, I don't know if you would call it an analogy, a metaphor. I think it's an analogy, maybe. <laughs> Trying to think back to like high school uh, English. But think about this, right? Because we're always talking about, oh, are you on the wagon or are you off the wagon? Like that's like a, a weight loss or that's like a dining like saying. Think about if you were actually on a wagon. And I don't know why when I think about it, I think of like Oregon Trail. Do you remember that? Like in school playing Oregon Trail. I loved, I loved that game. <laughs> I, in typing class, like I was really good at typing. And then afterwards it was, I was like, oh yes, I'm done with my stuff and I could play Oregon Trail. <laughs> Anyways, that like long story. Um, that was just a little side note, but um. Anyways, think about it. you're on a wagon. Doesn't matter what wagon, doesn't have to be the Oregon Trail wagon, but think that you're actually on a wagon and you fall off, right? Because that's what we're talking about. We're like, oh, did you fall off the wagon? Think about literally falling off a wagon. The longer you wait to get back on that wagon, the further away it goes, right? And then it gets to a point where you can't even see the wagon anymore, <laughs> right? You're running, I don't know where the wagon is. That's what a rut is. The longer you wait to get back on the wagon, the harder it is to find. So if we can learn how to handle setbacks with grace so we fall off the wagon and then we get right back on when it's easy, right? And we have to go searching for that wagon, the better off we are, the more consistent we can we can be. So this whole mindset shift that I talked about, one, two, and three, just to recap, the first one was giving yourself permission to enjoy without guilt. The second one, it's not what you do on Thanksgiving Day, but it's what you choose to do the following day. Remember, we can't gain a couple of pounds of fat in one meal. It's just not possible. <laughs> it's just whenever we let it roll into the following days. And the mindset shift number three was handling setbacks with grace. This is a big part of it, right? But like I talked about, um, a really big key to having actual weight loss success, being consistent, keeping the weight off is having a proven plan, something to get you back on track. So the, um, so the solid game plan, right? So that way we know what to do, right? Because now it's like, okay, I'm ready to get back on track, but what do I do, right? And if you don't have that game plan or even that support um, to help you through that, it can be kind of hard. So what I'm trying to say is if you're not already in my Facebook group, Macros for Mom, then I really encourage you to join in there because we are going to the holiday seasons and I'm going to start really supporting y'all in that group because we're all in this together, right? I'm, you're not the only one that's going through holiday seasons. I am too. And I'll be damned if I'm going to gain any weight during holiday season like I allowed during quarantine because I did. I gained like the what I was calling like the quarantine. I was almost like 10 pounds. I gained like eight, right? And most of the time we gain about 10 pounds. I think 10 pounds is the average during holiday season. So let's not let that happen to each other. Let's be really good friends and let's support each other through this and let's make that a hub for us to come together in. And also I have some really cool stuff coming up that, of ways that I'm going to help you do that. 
And so make sure in the group, if you're not in there already, yes, it's about macros. Yes, we talk macros. No, you don't have to already be doing or want to do macros to be in the group. And yes, it's about a lot more than just macros. So um, if you're not in there already, get the link in the show notes. Um, Make sure you join and then stay tuned so we can hang and do this together, right? We're in this together. But for now, I'm going to leave you with that and go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. And I will see you in next week's episode. Bye for now and have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye guys. What if you could lose weight and transform your body without cooking yourself separate dinners from your family, without meal replacement shakes, or without cutting out all carbs? Macro counting is a lifestyle that can give you all of that and it's a diet that actually fits into your mom life, not another restrictive diet that you have to work your mom life around. And I've been using macro counting for the past five years to stay fit and stick to my goals as well as help other moms do the same. It can truly be life-changing if you are ready for it. And that is why I put together a free, simple, and quick guide that walks you through five questions that will help you know with clarity if you are ready to start your macro county lifestyle. So go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash get started. That's mamasnewstrong.com forward slash get started or see the link in the show notes. So go and grab this guide so you can find out if you are ready to confidently start your macro county lifestyle today.